Imagine a virus, and then imagine that you and you alone have the cure. But if your ultimate goal is power, how best to use such a weapon? It's at this point in our story that along comes a spider. He is a man seemingly without a conscience for whom the ends always justify the means, and it is he who suggests that their target should not be an enemy of the country, but rather the country itself. Three targets are chosen to maximize the effect of the attack, a school, a tube station, and a water treatment plant. Several hundred die within the first few weeks. That Three Waters has, in fact, been contaminated. Authorities are attempting to control its deadly spread. Sent a wave of destruction throughout the underground. Fueled by the media, fear and panic spread quickly, fracturing and dividing the country until at last the true goal comes into view. Before St. Mary's crisis, no one would have predicted the results of the election that year, no one. And then not long after the election, lo and behold, a miracle. Some believed it was the work of God himself, but it was a pharmaceutical company controlled by certain party members that made them all obscenely rich. A year later, several extremists are tried, found guilty and executed while a memorial is built to canonize their victims. But the end result, the true genius of the plan, was the fear. Fear became the ultimate tool of this government, and through it, our politician was ultimately appointed to the newly created position of High Chancellor. The rest, as they say, is history. This is Good, Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. Chuck, how are you doing this great morning? That was a hell of an intro, man. That was an intro, I tell you what. So good, we did it twice. That was, yeah. Yeah, pretty good stuff. All right, um, this is not going to be your typical Dumb Bleep of the Week. In fact, this one may be split into two different episodes. Today, you're probably just going to be hearing our reaction to uh, Chancellor Biden's speech <laughs> from last night. And the, uh, th- you know, it was it was a crazy, we weren't going to actually go over it until I just saw how important and profound a moment this was. This was Biden's Reichstag moment last night. <laughs> And uh, and so we're going to have to go over some of the speech, his unifying, unifying speech, bringing the country together for democracy. Uh, yeah, I mean, at first glance, I thought the the pictures and videos I saw were fake. Mm-hmm. But that is that's communism, blood red is it, what that is. It that is a real photo, and I'm sure everyone listening has seen the photo that is circulating around the internet and this is not photoshopped this is really what we got to see from last night of course the uh, media they brightened it up just a little bit but this picture really underscores just how serious a tone we had from last night and at independence hall of all places they uh they do this speech they light it up in red there's two marines just dressed to the nine standing behind him you can just see their white gloves glowing in the background indicating that the military is with him and they are behind him and they have the true show of force. You know, normally we get to make fun of him a lot. This one actually kind of scared me. This is, uh, this is definitely interesting. It's, I, I don't know how to like quite feel about it, but, um, 
this this could get ugly. Yeah. This yeah. could get ugly. It could. And so before we go through the speech, I now, want Now, am I inciting the things there when I just said this could get ugly? It's your fault. Yeah. You're predicting that, that things could get ugly, which means you're calling for things to get ugly to, simply because Joe Biden went out there to talk about how great democracy is and how unified the country can be. And so here you are saying that that is enough to cause violence in yep. the uh, in the streets. Someone from the live group asked, was that beginning clip from V for Vendetta? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yes. Very V for Vendetta vibes. In fact, I even took this photo and I put the uh, logo of the government over the <laughs> over Biden's podium right there and put that out on our Twitter. And so that is just the idea that I got from this whole thing last night. And you know, the funny thing about V for Vendetta, which, by the way, Jeff said it's on HBO Max. So I'm going to be watching that maybe on the way down to uh, Gulf Shores today. <laughs> While you're driving. While I'm driving, yeah, that's fine. Nate's really good at watching mm. movies and driving at the same time. The car keeps you in between the lanes, and the cruise control automatically you got stops smart the car. car. I got a smart car. You got a smart car. It's fine. <laughs> so you're so able I don't to drive to down there look at the road. with your smart car. The funny thing about V for Vendetta is that, you know, people on the left, well, they'll look at V for Vendetta. Now, the party in the movie is the conservative party. It is like right wing, and it's modeled more off of what we saw, say, from, um, I don't know, from George Bush and stuff. Listen, it's all parts, it's both sides of the government that, that has these tyrannical tendencies. doesn't matter what they label themselves. No, whatever it's... name, whatever, whatever political organization is paying for uh, their campaigns and for their rhetoric, it really is just a lot, of, a lot of propaganda, a lot of rhetoric. And both, you know, people on the left will say, well, that's just the right. And then people on the right can watch the movie and they can say, well, that's what we're seeing from the left. And the thing is, from time to time, they're both right. They're, they're both right about that. And what's important is that we all realize that governments are tyrannical. Power, the use of force, the ability to use violence and control people becomes tyrannical. This is why we stress so much about being objective and holding true to your principles, even if you don't necessarily like the outcome of the principle. Mm -hmm. I know we got a lot of hate during the pandemic about mandates and things like that or whatever, but the, you have to remain principled. Otherwise it's so easy to fall down this road. And uh, Nate's, Nate's going to give you some definitions of why. Before we listen to some of the speech, I brought some definitions over. I brought the definition of demagogue. And uh, we'll just go with the first one here, I guess. Uh, a person, especially an orator or political leader, who gains power and popularity by arousing the emotions, passions, and prejudices of the people. Um, leader of the people. Uh, all that. A lot of demagoguery. Propaganda. Well, hang on. Go back to that. Okay. Because there, when it's used as a verb, it's to treat or manipulate. Mm. So I think that that's an uh, important Demography. 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 Yeah. Demagography. Demagography. Yeah. Propaganda. Dissemination of information, facts, arguments, rumors, half truths, or lies to influence public opinion. Propaganda is more or less systematic effort to manipulate other people's beliefs, attitudes, or actions by means of symbols, all these different things. Um, so we saw a lot of propaganda. Gaslighting. We got gaslighting, an insidious form of manipulation and psychological control. Victims of gaslighting are deliberately and systematically fed false information that leads them to question what they know to be true, often about themselves. They may end up even doubting their memory. 
their perception, and even their sanity. Uh, over, over time, gaslighters manipulations can grow more complex and potent, uh, leading up to stuff like what we saw last night, projection. And this is the last definition before we actually start the speech. Projection is the process of displacing one's feelings onto another person. The term is most commonly used to describe defensive proje projection, attributing one's own unacceptable urges to another. That's interesting. And we see a lot of projection out there. People projecting their actual beliefs, their actions, and whatever their feelings are onto other people and saying that those are the ones that are doing that. So this combination of projection, gaslighting, propaganda, and demagoguery, I think adequately describe what we saw in last night's speech. So I've got this pulled up. We're going to start rolling it because I do have, I think, about 12 minutes that I cut down. And uh, tell me to stop whenever you want to stop, Charlie. We don't have to stop that often. We can just get the speech out there. And if you feel compelled to talk about it, we will talk about it. But we do still have dumb bleeps that we have to get to afterwards. We might trim that down a little bit, even from its trimmed down state that it's in right now. Because we got to go to uh, the beach. That sounds, yeah, that sounds like a trimming down good time. All right, here we go. My fellow Americans, <clears throat> please, if you have a seat. Thank you. I speak to you tonight <clears throat> from sacred ground in America, Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is where America made its declaration of independence to the world more than two centuries ago <clears throat> with an idea unique among nations that in America, we're all created equal. This is where the United States Constitution was written say men? and Women? debated. This is where we set in motion the most extraordinary experiment of self-government the world has ever known. With three simple words, we the people. So I have to immediately stop and talk about how disgusted I am with the fact that he decided to do this speech about this insanely divisive speech about the people who were tearing apart our country from this is all well thought out. Everyone has to remember that he didn't think it out, but people thought this out. All right. From independence hall where we got the constitution and this country that we have right now born from insurrectionist domestic terrorists who came together to create this country and said that you had to alter or abolish whenever a government become comes destructive. I don't think he's read the full Declaration no. of Independence. <laughs> and, and so we do have to keep all of that uh, in mind. I find it very frustrating and so, I don't know, it's so obvious choosing this spot because he wants to align. You gotta, this is the framing. We care so much about democracy and the republic and, con and the constitution and the rule of law that there's no better place for us to do this speech from the very bedrock ground zero of uh, the foundation of our nation. And that is who we are aligned with amazingly now aligning with the people who started the country. So, yeah. So he opens it up like this and then proceeds to spit on the graves of the yeah. founders throughout the rest of the speech and re as you said reframing what was actually meant at the time when they declared their independence from great from great britain declared independence from tyranny and control and taxation without representation 
and all these things that, as he moves forward in the speech, none of them would agree with. Yeah. And by the way, that goes for people of both the major parties as well, that uh, the founders would not agree with almost any of the things that, that you want to do. Let's keep going. We got a lot. We, the people, these two documents and the ideas they embody, equality and democracy, are the rock upon which this nation is built. They're how we became the greatest nation on earth. They're why, for more than two centuries, America has been a beacon to the world. But as I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise. So tonight, I've come to this place where it all began to speak as plainly as I can. All right, I have to stop one more time because he's talking about equality and democracy. Um, people being created equal. Uh, that is, of course, some, some things that uh, the founders said. I heard that somewhere, that they had said something like that. Uh, of course, they did not live up perfectly to those. They said they were created equal. They didn't say they were treating everyone equal. Yeah. <laughs> they just said that they were created equal. True. Um, so you could read that into it. But he then talks about the bedrock of it is the equality and democracy. And I, I can't help but feel but what he, that what he means by equality is the pursuit of equal outcomes for everyone. What he means is equity, that everyone gets the same thing. And that is not what the founders had in mind at all. What they truly meant and eventually had to get to was equality under the law is what we should aim for. That is the equality that we're talking about, that the government should treat everyone equally under its law. Equity's not found in a bed or a rock. And then, and then democracy, which is a word that does not appear in the Constitution. Uh, but and it, I, I need people on the left that are pushing democracy so much to tell me what they mean by democracy. What do you? Because you could say, okay, everyone gets a vote. All right. Well, that's cool. I agree with that. Uh, do you mean majoritarian democracy, majority rule? 50.01% of the people get to control the other. Uh, is that what you actually mean? And I think that is really what they mean when they're talking about democracy. So let's. And that's uh, not at all how America was founded at mm -mm. all. About the threats we face, about the power we have in our own hands to meet these threats, and about the incredible future that lies in front of us. If only we choose it. We, the people, have burning inside of each of us the flame of liberty that was lit here at Independence Hall. A flame that lit our way through abolition, the Civil War, suffrage, the Great Depression, world wars, civil rights. But first, now, he said the flame of liberty. I don't think I've ever heard him even say the word liberty before. He can't, in fact, say it. We've confirmed that. Yep, they got to so, mention. So he said that. He says that flame of liberty, you know, that's why we became the country that we are. It led us through um, suffrage, civil war, uh, abolition, World War II, Great Depression, all those things. Also led us through overturning a tyrannical government that was controlling all other people. That's kind of like the first place that it started, but he skips over that one and starts with uh, the abolition of slavery. Did, I kind of skipped over the main 
like the the, the origin first uh, eighty years. Yeah, the flame. <laughs> you see, the flame really got going after we set all those tyrants on fire. Yeah, that was that was really the kindling of the flame of liberty. Yeah, and it kind of you know doesn't mention that part. Anyway, <laughs> we must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. So it's not the majority, Mm-mm. but they're dominated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I just want to get that shirt. Just to be clear, it's not a majority, but they are dominated. They're intimidated by them. And I, you know, there's parts of this that are that are true. There are the... There is this thing out there in the Republican Party that if you deny Trump, I almost said Christ, sorry, I meant tr- Trump. Yeah. If you deny him, then you're then you're not going to make it. Of course, that's also aided by the fact that Democrats spent like hundreds of millions of dollars pushing the Trump MAGA Republicans. It's funny to see all of this coming together. I feel like we talked a lot about this. It would have been mm. really weird if all those Trump Republicans wouldn't have won across all those states. But luckily, they were pushed over the finish line by hundreds of millions of dollars from the Democratic Party. And now they get to come out here and and uh, and talk about this. And they are dividing. They are extreme. And too much of what's going on in our country is not normal today. This is uh, this is not normal. And so we've we've got the, the foundation, the bedrock, the Constitution, democracy, equality. He means equity. He means majority rule, democracy all things that we don't actually have from the Constitution at all. And uh, these people are trying to destroy it, of course. And, I mean, look at the Marines in the background. I just have to stress one more time how disgusted I am by this. And I know that those guys, I wonder what those guys are thinking. As they're standing there. As they're standing there. Did they have to talk to them beforehand and be like, hey, are you a domestic terrorist kind of Marine? Are you like, uh, you know, freedom-loving taxation, kill people who want to overturn the tyrannical government kind of Marine, which, uh, <laughs> which one of those yeah. Marines are you? I'm not sure. And so I do wonder what kind of conversation they have beforehand. And that is a threat to this country. These are hard things, but I'm an American president, not a president of red America, blue America, but of all America. And I believe it's my duty, my duty to level with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult, no matter how painful. And that's why I got to tell you that I took showers with my daughter when she was really young. <laughs> and, uh, and I got Hunter Biden this cushy job. And we've been uh, spreading money around China and Ukraine and, and all the different parts of the world been doing this. And we've been... Uh, and working with Facebook, Twitter, other apps. There's other apps out there, man. I'm not lying. It's no joke. <laughs> we've been working. We've been working with them, telling them that they got to censor stuff that looks bad. 
Oh, it's no, I'm, I'm serious now. I got to tell the truth. I'm telling you. Listen. <laughs> and here, in my view, is what is true. Maggie <laughs> uh, Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They he do does. not believe he in does. the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. Backwards. He just said MAGA forces. Where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence. Okay, hold on. There was too many things. That was a lot. The right to privacy? I just had to call that one out real quick. Are we supposed to are we supposed to believe that um, Joe Biden's is like privacy? No, what he means is the privacy to talk to your doctor and you guys get to like, you know, grind up a kid's brain and suck it out with a vacuum. If like you want to. Yeah. You should have that right to privacy. In every state. <laughs> should you be able to um, keep all of your communications secret from no, other people? No, we're not talking about that's not privacy now you might care about privacy though because that could help with the whole hunter biden problem you know so maybe he is starting to really care about privacy <laughs> you know you shouldn't read other people's diaries yeah you know you shouldn't go through other people's hard drives yeah. at all hunter hillary's anyone's yeah all right people have the right to privacy okay we'll keep, keep going that are a threat to our personal rights to the pursuit of justice to the rule of law to the very soul of this country. They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, God. brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists who placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy, but they look at them as patriots and they see their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power after the 2020 election. As All right, before we go, I have to warn everyone that there are protesters in the background and you can hear them chanting. One time I turned it up just so you could hear them, uh, what they were chanting. You could hear them off and on throughout the speech, uh, the chants in the background. They were cheering uh, for this NASCAR driver named Brandon. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of let's go, Brandon. So NASCAR race going on back there uh, mm, next to Independence yeah. Hall. You know, it's a MAGA favorite. Their refusal to accept the outcome of an election. Do we have to mention what we dealt with after the 2016 election? You know, we don't have to go through all of that stuff at all, but it did seem to be a lot of refusal to... In fact, we did invest that? investigations for, for years. What was that uh, phrase that was coined, not my president? I, don't, I guess. Something like that? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's used back and forth. Mm. Not my president. All right, here we go. Preparation for the 2022 and 2024 elections. Also the brutal attack. They tried everything last time to nullify the votes of 81 million people. This time, they're determined to succeed in thwarting the will of the people. That's why respected conservatives like Federal Circuit Court Judge Michael Ludwig has called Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans, quote, a clear and present danger 
to our democracy. I love how he quotes one judge, some random judge. Yeah. This guy who has a title judge has said this thing. So it's got to be in my speech tonight. But while the threat to American democracy is real, I want to say as clearly as we can, we are not powerless in the face of these threats. We are not bystanders in this ongoing attack on democracy. There are far more Americans, far more Americans, from every, from every background of belief, who reject the extreme MAGA ideology than those that accept it. What is the MAGA ideology? I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of confused by that. Yeah. I, I don't quite understand what the, um, what the agenda, I, I mean, I guess I could see that there, um, are some, there were some Nazis, like true Nazis. Sure. Who sure. identify. There's always a couple Nazis in with, there. With the MAGA yeah, shit. Sure. But. White supremacists, I bet. Like, a, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they're not even, they don't call themselves Nazis. They don't want to associate with that kind of thing. Yeah. Just general white supremacist people. And I think, and so then they take that tiny 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 faction of people who were like just like they did to tom woods right (laughs) it's like oh well you got nazis supporting you like you can't control what people listen to you or say like i support trump and therefore that makes all of trump's people all the maga people are now nazis maybe the maga people should start supporting joe biden (laughs) that's what i would do just flip script. Be on. out there working for him, like like yeah. uh like Trump tweeting out uh, or truthing out that endorsement of those Democratic candidates, you know. Oh yeah, that kind of thing. And I, you know, I wonder like this whole mag. I, I try to look at objectively, you know, Trump and what his policies were, and you know, he had some. He needed to be off Twitter or at least like have someone else write tweets for him because he's <laughs> absolutely just. Ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> However, outside of that, when you look at pure policy, I don't see anything in there that was remotely authoritarian I, whatsoever. At least not any more authoritarian than what we've had for a century. Yeah. I could at least say that. In, in fact, you could say less authoritarian than what we've had for a century. He actually, he actually reduced regulations. And I feel like that's a good... I kind of had that idea earlier that all of this, it does stem from this idea that Donald Trump is like the worst person ever to exist in the world. But we don't, but, but why? Like that idea is so deeply ingrained in everyone's heads now for people that are on the left that now you can just build off of that because that idea is already done. But, but why? Well, because of uh, fine people on both sides or, putting kids in cages, I guess, or because he said uh, that Mexicans were rapists and murderers or something like that. Like he got a bunch of lies in there. Were kids in cages? Yeah, kids were in cages. They're still in cages right now. We just call and them And they were things. before. And they were before that. <laughs> yeah. They were Obama's cages, just like, uh, you know, they were, they were Lennon's gulags. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> so, um, you know, so they were, they were Obama's cages. So what do we what is it now the election thing going with the stolen election we've said plenty of times uh i haven't seen the clear evidence but i will say the more they do this the more i think it was stolen truly 
I woke up this morning driving to work thinking about how I just I'm going to have to vote Republican in the next in the next election. That's what this speech drove me to think. These people are so bad. I get Republicans are bad, too. And I know we're talking lesser of two evils. But Jesus, Lord, help us. One of these evils is way worse than the other one. Way worse. You're not wrong about that. And I wonder if there is a point where you say, okay, (laughs) this this has to be stopped. Like, I will take the evil that I know (laughs) and that I can hold their feet to the fire. Because these other people, they're going to be putting us in cages pretty soon. It's a point to consider. It, it is. All right. And, and, you know, the other thing I, I wonder about is, like, as far as the lesser of two evils conversation goes, is that I think the majority of Americans that are somewhere in the middle between this extreme ideology and, and the other extreme ideology. So when he was talking about that earlier. But, I you know, I, I think that there there's going to have to be a shift in the political sphere in these upcoming elections, because we're getting to the point, we're getting to the boiling point mm. and there's going to have to be something now. And, and, and as far as like what he mentioned with abortion and stuff like that, taking rights away or whatever, I, like, I don't know how you can look at the Supreme court and think that they, they, they basically took away a right that the Supreme court before had granted with, yeah, and, but- the Supreme Court can't do that. Yeah, but then again, the Supreme Court is a constitutional <coughs> body. And I thought that they were all about the Constitution. That's what they care about. And the Supreme Court ruled. The only thing that denies that is that they don't see Trump as a legitimate president because they don't accept the results of the 2016 election. And so, therefore, they think that all Trump's SCOTUS picks are invalid. And they tried and to fire being... the guy for four years. They impeached him twice. Oh man, it's insane! And what the, exactly what he's doing is projecting, and and like you said, it makes you believe that it was stolen more because they keep they keep bringing it up. It's not like they're being asked about it. I just had the really. tweet. You said that we're at a boiling point, so I'm putting out a GIF of a boiling pot of water. It just says America yeah. on our Twitter right now. It, All right, it, we're. I lost what I was saying there. Sorry. Um, what I was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's doesn't keep even going. matter. Let's you see keep... how far into the speech we are. Oh, what he, I was saying, he was projecting. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. That's why we went over the definition exactly. beforehand. It, he's projecting, and he's without even being provoked. They keep doubling down on this narrative about a stolen election, which makes I'm with you. It's like, man, when people are really lying to you, that's what they keep doing. Mm-hmm. Without you, don't provoke them at all. They just keep bringing it up, and they just say. Yeah, you know, that definitely didn't do that. The more they go after some of these states that are trying to appoint, like, election overseers, stuff like that, uh, the more they go after that is how those people are going to be throwing out the results of a valid election, which, by the way, they're setting up the tables for if they end up losing. Well, that means that that's because the Republicans, and, and then they can talk about how the election was invalid because they destroyed democracy, and so they took it over because they're dictators, all that stuff. It's all really smart. The more they go towards all that stuff, the more I believe that there was some some malarkey going on. And it's obviously possible. We've been saying it was possible the entire time. And what's the incentive structure? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you steal an election if you're trying to stop Hitler? You're telling me we all talk about how if we went back in time that we would kill Hitler. We don't have a time machine. But what if you could stop Hitler from getting reelected? What would you do? Anything. You would do anything to stop Hitler from getting reelected. 
And so what's the incentive structure? The only thing stopping them from doing that is that they just have to be these perfect, virtuous, moral individuals uh, that follow all the rules and follow all the laws and follow the constitutions of each one of the states. And that's the only thing standing in their way. And so, yeah, the incentive structure is clearly there for people to want to uh, mess with the results of an election. I have no proof that they did that. I would like there to be more, uh, some more safeguards in place. And any safeguards that you push for is you trying to stop democracy. Anytime you push for some type of a safeguard in an election, yeah. then you're trying to stop democracy. You're trying to steal an election. Yeah, which is insane. Which then leads me to say, okay, well, they actually do want to steal the election. That's, that's what's... Folks, they, they want all the holes. Yeah. It's within our power. It's in our hands, yours and mine, to stop the assault on American democracy. I believe America is at an inflection point. One of those moments that determine the shape of everything that's to come after. And now, America must choose to move forward or to move backwards. To build a future or obsess about the past. To build a future or obsess about the past. Okay. Don't say J6 one more sing one single other yeah. time again. And I thought he, keep he keeps going back to our Constitution and, yeah. <laughs> and our founding and stuff. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? To be a nation of hope and unity and optimism or a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. What is he doing? Maggie Republicans <laughs> have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. But together, together we can choose a different path. We can choose a better path forward to the future. A future of possibility, a future to build and dream and hope. And we're on that path moving ahead. This is a nation that honors our Constitution. We do not reject it. This is a nation that believes in the rule of law. Except for the Second Amendment. We do not repudiate it. <laughs> Just the part they like. This is a nation that respects free and fair elections. We honor the will of the people. We do not deny it. They never deny it at all. And this mm. is a nation that rejects violence as a political tool. We do not encourage violence. Except for the BLM we are protests. Still an America that believes in honesty and decency and respect for others. Patriotism, liberty, justice for all, hope, possibilities. You know what, you know what is the beacon of respect? <laughs> Burning businesses down. Yeah. That's the, so respectful. They have insurance though. Yeah. It's I mean I try to think <sighs> of like the most respectful thing I could do, and it's probably like rioting in the streets mm -hmm. and burning buildings down. Yeah. That seems like just utmost respect and unity. Yeah, but at least they didn't <laughs> at least they didn't try to attack the Reich the Capitol building, Charlie. You're just God. talking about businesses with insurance. Government can't buy insurance. Fiery but most peaceful pro but mostly peaceful protest after yeah. police shooting. Mostly peaceful. The city's on fire. But it was mostly peaceful. Just we've, erased, don't go, we've erased that year from history, Charlie. Just don't go it's near gone. the flames. It's not here. History started on this, January 6, 2021. The projection and gaslighting is just profound. Mm -hmm. We are still, at our core, a democracy. And yet... Except for when we don't like the... History mm -hmm. tells us 
the blind loyalty to a single leader and a willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy. For a long He's talking about fascism right there. Mm. He's trying to draw comparisons without talking about Hitler at the moment. And I will say there are some people that are obsessed with Trump. Oh, that, yeah. That whatever Trump, Trump can literally do no wrong. It's a cult. We've called it a cult yeah. several times just yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Yes. And but, people get very upset when mm. you speak badly about Trump. Mm-hmm. We've, we've even experienced it ourselves. Yeah. You have to be objective, folks. You have to be objective. Long time. We've told ourselves that American democracy is guaranteed, but it's not. We have to defend it, protect it, stand up for it, each and every one of us. That's why tonight I'm asking our nation to come together, unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy, regardless of your ideology. Mm-hmm. I'm a- while I'm telling you how much of a piece of shit you are, yeah, I'm asking you to join my side. <laughs> We're all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists who put their own pursuit of power above all else. Extremists on the right. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy than MAGA Republicans are to destroying American democracy. We, the people, will not let anyone or anything tear us apart. Today, there are dangers around us. We cannot allow to prevail. We here, you've heard it, more and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. Mm-hmm. It's not. Not anymore. It can never be an acceptable tool. Since 2021. So I want to say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America, period. Starting None, now. ever. Starting right now. We saw law enforcement brutally attacked on January the 6th. <laughs> We've seen election officials, poll workers, many of them volunteers of both parties, subject to intimidation. Yeah, there weren't eight threats. police officers shot in Dallas. <laughs> We've seen... We've seen Supreme Court justices almost get assassinated. We've seen where people can't go out in public, can't go out to a restaurant because they're under threat of death. We saw a senator (laughs) get surrounded by a mob. We see neighbors attacking their senator neighbors, almost killing them. We see people grabbing guns and going out and shooting up baseball fields. No, no, we just see the stuff. January uh, 6th. Just since January 6th. All all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And can you believe it? FBI agents just doing their job as directed, facing threats to their own lives from their own fellow citizens. On top of that. By fellow citizens, I think you mean like the people that, you know, they can entrap into trying to kidnap other people and stuff like that, or that they can hide the truth from and have complete control over and can snoop in all of their stuff. I mean, they're not fellow. I'm sorry. FBI guy listening right now. I'm sorry. God hates feds. I'm just following the book. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all com. I'm doing right now. Dot com. God hates feds.com. Yeah. Get, your, check it get out. yourself a shirt. There are public figures today, yesterday, and the day before predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting in the streets. Predicting <laughs> and all but calling for, same, uh, for mass violence. Same thing. 
didn't call for it. Just no. predicting that there's going to be violence. No, they did. When you say that this could lead to something, <laughs> yeah, that what that means is that you're asking for it to lead to. And you something. can say, "I think that there will be riots if this happens." That person all but called for a riot to happen. Yeah, the same way in which they called for all the COVID deaths. No, listen, I'm not. They trying... said that this virus could lead to a no, lot of deaths. That's all but calling for and people to look die. And what happened? They all but called for it the, to happen. We had, we had, I don't know, what was it? Two hundred thousand people died. Like a million. A million? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they called for it. 200,000. They called for them to die. That's what happened. That's what it was. Predictions right. is the same thing as... This is inflammatory. As... It's dangerous. It's against the rule of law. And we, the people, must say, this is not who we are. I mean, he's good at writing laws. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... We can't be. You know what else is against uh, the rule of law? Getting caught with weed a few times. Yeah. End up in prison for a long time. Let's talk about that, Joe. Pro-insurrectionist and pro-American. They're incompatible. We can't allow violence to be normalized in this country. It's wrong. We each have to reject political violence with, with all the moral clarity and conviction this nation can muster. Now, we can't let the integrity of our elections be undermined. For that is a path to chaos. Also, Look, stop I that. Amer America, being American and also the idea of insurrection, those things are compatible. They're like the most compatible That's things. That's like, yeah. For him to say that they're incompatible yeah. is completely false. No, it... That, I mean, just read the Declaration of Independence. It has to be compatible. If there is no threat of the people overthrowing the government, then the government will do whatever the hell it wants. And it will keep getting worse and worse and bigger and bigger and more powerful and more tyrannical. There has to be a threat yes. of that government being overthrown. I do not agree with what happened on January 6th. It was not even an insurrection. They didn't have F-15s last time I checked. So it wasn't even an insurrection. It had no chance of ever doing anything. But I am a supporter of insurrection. I have to be, or we're giving up and we're just going to let the government do whatever the hell it wants. Yeah. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I've done. Call the only precious metals dealers I trust, American Hartford gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 866-709-3080. That's 866-709-3080. Or text GML for Good Morning Liberty to 998-899. That's GML to 998-899 or call 866-709-3080.
or text GML to 998-899. And there's a link in the show notes. Let me just read a little bit here. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Mm. Whenever any form of government, any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, what ends is he talking about? Your unalienable rights. It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. I hate that they used happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Let's keep going here. We're going to have to cut That it. is American. That's American. That right there. All right. Let's, uh, we're going to cut it down to four dumb bleeps, by the way. Okay. We're picking the I best know four. Politics, politics can be fierce and mean and nasty in America. I get it. I believe in the give and take of politics, in disagreement and debate and dissent. We're a big, complicated country, but democracy endures only if we, the people, respect the guardrails of the republic. Only if we, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections. Only if we, the people, see politics not as total war, but mediation of our differences. But she's saying only if, only if they do these things, only not if, us. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you got to do whatever it is that, that they want, or you're against them, mm-hmm. of course. That's the way this works out. She cannot survive when one side believes there are only two outcomes to an election. Either they win or they were cheated. And that's where the MAGA Republicans are. To- now you're talking about football. No, I'll just go back to 2016 once again. Literally, that's all we heard. And yeah. they're going to try and erase the past. Just just like George Orwell said. They're going to try and erase 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20, except for the parts that they want to bring up, of course, fine people, Charlottesville, that, that whole thing, kids in cages, r- rapists and murderers, all of that. They're going to keep all of those things. They're going to erase all the riots and the looting and the burning and the murdering that occurred in 2020 from the left. And they're going to erase all of them talking about how the election was stolen, Russian disinformation that turned out to not be true. They're going to erase all of that stuff. And they're going to set up this new version of of history that half the country, unfortunately, is going to believe. They don't understand what every patriotic American knows. You can't love your country only when you win. It's fundamental. Do people on the left love their country when they lose? Of course, Nate. They love it? Yeah. When Trump was the president? Yeah. They love it when the Supreme Court decisions don't go their way? Yeah. They love it when there's a tax cut bill passed by the majority of the people? No? Yeah. They do, yeah. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. They're still pro-American. Just making sure that we're holding steady here. 
America not going to move out of America. Only, works only if we choose to respect the rule of law and the institutions that were set up in this chamber behind me. Only if we respect our legitimate political differences. I will not stand by and watch. I will not the will of the American people be overturned by wild conspiracy theories and baseless evidence-free claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country stolen by people who simply refuse to accept that they lost. Conspiracy like the Wuhan lab. <laughs> conspiracy like he's already throwing out the idea that future elections are going to be stolen because of some of the stuff that some of the states are setting up right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and set that up right now. I will not stand by and watch the most fundamental freedom in this country, the freedom to vote and have your vote counted and be taken from you and the American people. That's the most fundamental right. It's the fundamental right in the democracy. Everyone gets a vote, but what the hell is he even talking about? You're something as simple as thinking that people should present an ID when they vote. That's trying to take away people's votes. Yeah. That's trying to take away people's rights. Black people don't have IDs. They can't get it. They don't know where the DMV is. Can't yeah. get on the internet even. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to, you imagine. The Which, budget. by the way, is actually racist. I know. You That's imagine. what's actually <laughs> racist. Not requiring an ID, but thinking that black people or minorities are so stupid they don't know how to get IDs. Which is, in, that's, that is true racism. Yeah, the, you, the Republicans are out there worried about the budget. Do you imagine how much money it would take to pay white people to go out there and teach black people how to use the Internet? <laughs> I mean, you're talking massive federal budget right there, and they're mad about the IRS agents, Charlie. This only makes sense. Yeah. Don't be anti-democracy. Come on, man. As your president, Come I will on, defend man. our democracy with every fiber of my being, and I'm asking every American to join me. Throughout our history... America's often made the greatest progress coming out of some of our darkest moments like you're hearing that bullhorn. I believe we can and must do that again. And we are. MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. They spread fear and lies. Lies told for profit and power. But I see a different America. Projection. That's why we talked about projection before. Mm -hmm. So everyone knows. An America with an unlimited future. An America that's about to take off. I hope you see it as well. Just look around. Look around, man. I believe we could lift America from the depths of COVID. So we passed the largest economic recovery package since Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And today, America's economy is faster. What's the next economic recovery package? (laughs) I think the teleprompter was going quicker than he could process it. Stronger than any other advanced nation in the world. We have more to go. I believe we could build a better America. So we passed the biggest infrastructure investment since President Dwight D. Eisenhower. And we've now embarked on a decade of rebuilding the nation's roads, bridges, highways, ports, water systems, high-speed internet, railroads. I love the crowd in this. They're like, yeah, roads, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love roads. Internet. Uh, internet. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> My government should give those things to me. Porn for lefties. Yeah. Yeah, give me some more roads, man. I need those roads. We don't have any money for it, but that's fine. <laughs> No matter what the white supremacists and the extremists say, 
I made a Listen. bet on you, the American people, and that bet is paying off. Proving that from darkness, That's why you had to the pay darkness off your loans. of Charlottesville, of COVID, of gun violence, of insurrection, we can see the light. Light is now visible. Except for in this light room. Light that will guide us forward. Not only in words, but in actions. Actions for you, for your children, for your grandchildren, for America. Even in this moment, with all the challenges we face, I give you my word as a Biden, I've never been more optimistic about America's future. <laughs> Not because of me, but because of who you are. We're going to end cancer as we know it. Mark my words. We're going to create millions of new jobs in a clean energy economy. We're going to think big. We're going to make the 21st century another American century. Because pa the world needs us. So the new jobs that are going to create in clean energy are mm. just going to come from jobs they destroyed yeah. in the other industry. They'll create new jobs. And they'll, they'll be net new jobs, new. even though it's not net new. <laughs> You just well, net. I mean, yeah, it'll be gross new jobs. <laughs> Can say um, unemployment rate today, by the way, ticked up by two tenths of a percent. First move up in a bit, but that's the Fed's goal right now. So uh, that's, uh, I guess, a good thing as far as inflation goes. This is a, now he's getting very nationalistic, and I'd be a little careful with that. Their background and everything he's got going on, talking about the century of America and and how good we're going to be. Look how good we are kind of thing. I don't know. Seeming kind of weird here. Two. Is this Joe Putin? <laughs> That's where we need to focus our energy. Not in the past. Not on divisive culture wars. Not on the politics of grievance. But on a future we can build together. Last minute. The MAGA Republicans believe that for them to succeed, everyone else has to fail. <coughs> they believe. The MAGA Republicans believe that for them to succeed, everyone else has to fail. Now, uh, this is a comp that's a complicated topic. I can say we can do uh, well. Yeah, what about how the left is about this? They also believe that if they don't get their way, I mean, you've seen how kids are in Walmart. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, and and so that it's not as if the people on the left who aren't getting their way uh, right now are super happy about everything and just willing to go along because, oh, well, Constitution says Supreme Court gets to make some of these decisions and states can make their own laws and all that. Yeah, people on the left just so good at going along when they don't get their way. Exactly. It's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. America, not like I believe about America. I believe America is big enough for all of us to succeed. And that is the nation we're building, the nation where no one is left behind. I ran for president because I believe we're in a battle for the soul of this nation. I still believe that to be true. I believe the soul is the breath, the life, and the essence of who we are. The soul is what makes us us. The soul of America is defined by the sacred proposition that all are created equal in the image of God that all are entitled to be treated with decency, dignity, and respect, that all deserve justice and a shot at lives of prosperity and consequence, and that all, democracy, all that was democracy true. must be defended, for democracy makes all these things possible. Except for the ending. <laughs> okay. Well, any parting thoughts? We've already gotten a lot of thoughts out during this whole thing. I, yeah, I, I mean... Just the overall image of it is is just disgusting to me. It is, and then and then the whole premise of um, 
we have to come together and not be divisive in our culture and and you know we have to do all the but it's you Mm -hmm. the MAGA republicans this is all your fault and so if you would just change your ways then we could be unified what you are experiencing right now is what it feels like uh to be in an abusive manipulative relationship with someone only that person could put you in prison or kill you whenever they want to that's what that's currently what you're experiencing this is it this is like max abusive manipulative relationship Mm -hmm. taken all the way up to the highest power right now and that's what we're dealing with and that's why it's so hard to come up with ways to fight against it because they've done a so they've done such a good job making themselves the victim in the scenario making you the perpetrator and that they're just trying to uh they're just trying to stop you from hurting them and uh, it's a really hard thing to overcome that's why it's such a really useful tactic and all of this is set up to try and keep donald trump from winning in 2024 it is and you know what i don't care if trump is the president in 20 i don't want it to be a i don't want it to be a democrat i don't want any democrats to be elected um ever again honestly i mean i'm not going to throw a fit if they are elected the midterm election, honestly, I don't Except care. Except for maybe like Joe Manchin. Yeah, I mean. That guy uh, stood up to his own people a few times. I guess he could be okay. We could buy some natural gas stocks when that happened. That'd be yeah. a pretty good, pretty good idea. Um, there like, are reasonable Democrats out there. Tulsi Gabbard, I don't know if she's still a Democrat or not. I think she maybe left the party. I'm not sure. She's out there working for Putin somewhere. <laughs> and um, yeah, okay. So we're going to switch over to Dumb Bleep. Everyone who's listening right now, just so you know, this is getting split into two episodes, switching over to Dumb Bleep of the Week. I that have was a, Thomas, a full almost hour. I know. I have a Thomas Sowell quote, and we're only going to do four Dumb Bleeps for everyone. If you're just joining us right now on Saturday's Dumb Bleep episode, that's because we just spent all that time going through Joe Biden's speech, and now we're going to uh, separate this out into a Dumb Bleep episode. We currently have a screenshot, uh, Thomas Sowell quote, rhetoric is no substitute for reality. I think that goes along really well with all the stuff that we just heard in that speech. Well, as you guys know, by June of this year, the NASDAQ had fallen 34% from the highs. Officially, we're in a bear market. How long will this bear market last? We don't know. But I do think it's a great idea to take advantage of these discounts while you still can. And by discounts, I mean the cheaper prices for ownership of some of these companies. Real money is made when the market crashes. That's when the rich make the right moves and they get richer. Just like from the COVID crash, we're still up. Even after this market crash this year, we are still up like 100% on the NASDAQ since then. So I want you guys to take advantage of this opportunity. But before you do that, you need to know what you're doing. That's why I created and I'm excited to tell everyone about my Trading Basics course for our Liberty Trading Academy. And you can find that at natescrashcourse.com. We can't make any guarantees in trading, but I can guarantee you that when the market recovers, you will regret not getting in at the right time. In this 100 video course, I start with the basics. What is trading? How much money do you need to start? What stock market brokers should you use? And how do you use them? How do you read stock charts in the first place? And then we get into technical analysis, trend lines, support and resistance levels, volume indicators. We spend a lot of time on trading psychology which if you don't know, is the most important part of trading. And then we go through at least four of my most commonly used strategies. This is not a monthly subscription. This is a single purchase of lifetime access to our private Discord server that hosts the entire 100 video course. And for a very limited, very limited amount of time, 
You can get 40% off your purchase by using the promo code CRASHCOURSE40 at natescrashcourse.com. That's N-A-T-E-S crashcourse.com. Invest in your future and your human capital today at natescrashcourse.com. 